Hello and welcome to episode number 133 of AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast coming to you from La Follette, Tennessee. I'm your host, Aaron Vaughn. This is the show where we rip open a wax pack every week and discuss that year and brand a card along with the players in the pack that we open. Along the way, we'll shout out some of your comments as listeners, discuss nostalgic stories about cards or players that come to mind, and spread the pure joy that comes with ripping open wax packs. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, and most other podcast platforms. Um, Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. On YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the part of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. We're always looking to promote veterans' charities, so please contact us through any one of the outlets I just mentioned, and we'd be happy to discuss um, the best way for you to help veterans and their families. Um, Also, please give a a listen to our other podcast, CVs Tend to Check Out, a music podcast produced by my brother Curtis and me. This one comes out once a month, sharing the joy of music and hoping to help listeners discover unfamiliar bands or songs they might want to look further into. Check it out right after you listen to this podcast. Um, And if you could, like, review, and subscribe. All right, this week, um, uh, my my boy uh, and... Uh, turning into one of my good friends here, Bill Harrington, um, he uh, texted the show or he uh, messaged the show through Facebook. That's another good way to get you, uh, get your uh, comments here. He said he heard, was listening to a, a podcast, one of the podcasts, and he said, I heard the Chris Carter tale, um, and it reminded me um, of one from my past. He said he was playing full-court pickup game um, basketball in around 1982, and he found out later on the other team there was a 6'6 dude that had started for Auburn. And since it was full court, um, he said he stayed back one possession to get his wind. And the other team turned it over, so my teammate threw a baseball pass to me under the basket. I turned for the layup, but something said get rid of the ball fast. He said I just flicked it up quick. It ticked, it ticked the backboard and went up probably 15 feet, then came down and swished. The reason it was funny is the 6'6 guy was just a millisecond late. The ball probably grazed his fingernails on the way up. He thought he would block block it to the next state. We both watched the slow descent and then swish. He just shook his head in disbelief. I jogged back down the court like I'd done it before. <laughs> he said he, he said this guy was really good. He found out later that he averaged about 15 to 16 points a game while at Auburn. Um, he said the same guy, game, I was going to take a charge on the same guy. Not real smart, but I got wiser with age. He jumped over me and dunked, and I just got out of the way after that. <laughs> um, he said that was from episode four that he was he was uh, remembering um, the uh, Chris Carter story. So go back and listen to that one if you want to hear that story. But uh, thanks, Bill. Man, that's an awesome story. Uh, keep those coming. And anybody else, if you want to be like Bill and have your name uh, put, not that Bill cares if his name's on there or not, but if you want to have your name on the podcast, you just send in a, a uh, send us a story or some something about baseball cards or any kind of sports cards, um, players, anything like that, and we'll uh, get you on the air. Um, and we appreciate Bill commenting in. It always makes it a little bit better when someone sends something in um, from their past and a story that we can listen to, so we appreciate it. Um, this week we'll be discussing uh, 1992 Fleer Ultra was picked uh, this week. And uh, this is a Series 1 pack. There are two series. Um, so we'll talk about that a little bit, and then we'll uh, open the pack over on YouTube. So uh, a little bit about 1992 Fleer Ultra. 
That's a 600 card set released in two equal series of 300 cards. It says after online, it says after a disappointing 1991 debut, Fleer greatly improved the look and feel of Ultra, putting it on par with a top stadium club um, type card. Each card has a full bleed except for a marbleized bottom border, computer-generated design with glossy UV coating and gold foil stamping. Collectors were enamored with the new look Ultra, and it was one of the most successful products of 1992. Distribution was 36 packs per box, 15 cards per back. Um, you can look up different reviews of it online. Uh, I just like to keep it short and sweet. Um, and uh, that's kind of what it says here. But there is a, if you go to Baseball Cardpedia, it does have a review. It says Ultra All Stars Insert Set Review because there's some inserts in there. You could click on that, but I'm not going to go through that whole thing. A little bit about the inserts, though. There are some award winners. There's some Tony Gwynn cards. There are 10 cards of him. He was kind of their spokesperson there. Um, and then there were actually Tony Gwynn autographs. That's why I called this one Tony Gwynn Auto Search. Um, it, it says they're numbered to 2,000, but then I saw at the bottom they were kind of um, they weren't sure exactly how many um, Gwyn cards were put in there. It says Tony Gwyn autographed an estimated 2,000 cards from his vanity insert for insert, insertion into Series One packs, and we have a Series One pack. So man, if we got a Gwyn autograph, my brother and I'd be so excited. It's one of our favorite players. Um, autographs for all 10 cards in the series exist, but since the cards were not serial numbered, it's unknown exactly how many of each individual card Gwen signed. It is assumed that Gwen signed e equal amounts of all 10 cards. So um, they say about 2,000, so it'd be really hard to get these, but it'd be so cool to see one. Uh, they did have some inserts called um, Casa de Amparo. Sorry if I said that wrong, but um, this is another... Uh, Spanish. It's Spanish for House of Refuge, which uh, Tony Gar Gwynn was kind of their spokesperson too, and he uh, they they provided care for uh, children each year in the San Diego area. And that's a team that Tony Gwynn played for. He was a spokesperson for the house, and the front uh, features a color picture of Tony Gwynn holding a poster child from that place in 1992, and then the back has information about the House of Refuge. It's unclear how how this card was distributed, so not sure if those are even if there's a chance to get those or not. There's uh, award winners, um, 25 card set, and a series one pack, so that's good. You got Gold Glove winners, Cy Young winners, and both rookies of the year, and the, the MVPs in the World Series MVP. Um, and then there's some All Star cards, All Rookie cards. Looks like Kenny Lofton's in there. He's one of my favorite players, amazing leadoff hitter for the old Tribe back in the day. Um, looks like Reggie Sanders is in there. Pat Mahomes Sr. <laughs> um, not any huge names. Eric Karros was good. I'm seeing him in there. But just it looks like 10 of those cards. And then obviously the, the Gwen autograph. So looking for a lot of different things here. We've got the Gwen autographs. We've got some award winners. We've got some Hall of Famers. We've got some rookies. So let's go over to YouTube and check it out and uh, uh, send in those comments and uh, give us your stories about uh, anything about anything sports related in your life or anything that has to do with some type of memorabilia or sports card so let's go over to youtube and open up the 1992 fleer ultra series one pack 1992 fleer ultra series one here's our pack it's gold oh man they were trying to step it up here and like i read on the online there this was one of their best um sets even though it kind of turned into a junk wax with not much um worth you know because it's you know it's been produced so much but 
pretty cool looking card here we're going to see in a second but it says on it, it has flare ultra in and yellow and then the rest of it's kind of a, <clears throat> a gold with a baseball in the back um, and then we have baseball trading cards contains 14 cards and it says collect Tony Gwynn and award winners limited edition subsets details on the back so those are put back there the details about those and man it would be amazing if we got the Tony Gwynn autograph man that would be amazing um, so let's see what we got here um, notice in my shirt my new La Follette Owls shirt this is my elementary school the, the uh, La Follette Elementary Owls I just got this shirt. So I'm wearing it to school today. So this is about 6 o'clock in the morning before school that I'm taping this. So um, go La Follette Owls. All right, here we go. Open it up. And definitely not able to crack into that pack the way they have it put together. All right, let's see here. This looks like it's one of those where they kind of stick together a little bit. And right away, it looks like we got a... Roberto Alomar, what a, what a really, really good player. I mean, great player. Guy was awesome. Loved watching him when he's on the Tribe. So there's no border really on these cards. It's like a, it's like a photo, but they're made pretty darn well. It says Fleer Ultra up in the corner. And then it has their name in the bottom middle and the team they played on and the position they played. So he, it says Roberto Alomar. Toronto Blue Jays in the bottom second base. In the back, it's pretty cool. It's got a whole other picture of them in action, and then their face, and then one year of their stats from the last year, which is 1991, and then their totals under that. So it wasn't um, um, filled with their all their stats from every year, but it does have their last year and then their major league totals. I'm pretty sure. Yep, looks the same on every card. All right, next one, Paul Ossenmacher. Um, got me. Yeah, man, they're sticking together. I want to show you this. Look, kind of stuck. So that sometimes that ruins the value. It's not too bad. But it looks like there's a little bit of, little bit of sticky from the other card on there. Just what they're made out of. They're glossy and they've been around for thirty some years. So it's going to happen to those type of cards. I don't think they were thinking about that when they made these cards because that does not happen to the old cards that I love from like the '80s and back, and and some of the '90s. Um, Al Osuna, Daryl Boston. We have a another stuck together. Ah, man, I hate hearing that sound. That little kick, that means they some of it was ripped off the back of the other one, but not too bad here. Dave Valley. It's like a checklist here. It's got Nolan Ryan in the background. It's a checklist. Always didn't love those cards. We got a Frank Thomas, man, what a player. Amazing player. Kurt Manwaring. Frank Thomas, I'm going to show you him again. I was wondering why he, he walked all the time, but he was like 6'5", 260 or something like that. I could be wrong, but something like that. He would take balls and they'd be right like at his belt and they'd call it a ball. And I'm like, the guy's 6'5", no wonder he, he hit so well. I mean, he was an awesome hitter, but give him a pitch that's right at his belt and they call it a ball. I'm like, and you learn to take that pitch all the time? Whew. And you get some good pitches to hit, and you're 6'5". Kurt Manwaring. Come on, Tony Gwynn. Be in there, buddy. Milt Thompson. Got a, a Jay Bell. Let me play a little bit for the Tribe, I think. Here he's on the Pirates. Had a few good years. 
Benito Santiago. Gary D. Sarcina. I think the backs of these are pretty cool. Got that the picture of him and then, then the one that's kind of in action. And then it's got that grid in the background. That's pretty cool. Terry Pendleton. He had some good years with the, I think, the, the Braves and... Did he play for the Cardinals? I can't remember. Maybe just the Braves. I can't remember. Somebody can tell me that. Kurt would know that. He knows Terry Pendleton. I thought he played for the Braves and the Cardinals, but I'm probably I could be wrong. Doesn't say on the back because only has one year. Terry Pendleton, some good years. And Willie McGee, he was a, he had an MVP year one year. Man, that guy could fly, hit for average speed, just was a just a hustler. Played just had some great years in there. I don't know if he got hurt or what, but he had some great years. And I think his great years were, you know, he was on the Giants there. It was pretty good. But I think he on the he was on the Cardinals. I know his rookie card was the Cardinals. And, man, he had some great years. I think they even won the World Series once when Willie McGee was on the team. I think that was the team with Pendleton and, like, Tommy Herr and maybe Jack Clark and those guys. Oh, somebody tell me. Kurt will for sure because uh, he knows them pretty well. But All right. That was our 1992 Fleer Ultra Series 1 pack. Thanks for tuning in. Let's go finish up the podcast. All right. Remember, you can uh, contact us in the following ways. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. And on YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the portion of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. And remember to check out our other podcast CVs tend to check out. It's a music podcast that comes out once a month. And we're always looking to promote veterans charities. So contact us to learn more about donating to veterans and their families. Thanks to everybody for tuning in. And uh, we appreciate you. This has been AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast. This is Aaron Vaughn. Thank you for tuning in. Have fun, be safe, love one another, and keep God first in your life. Have a good one.